Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Stelly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church Houston, welcome to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray today for these, your people, as they come to hear your word, that you, Lord God, would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get right to it. This day on the Seat of Life Lifelines, we have a good word from God for you, and we're going we're gonna to help ask you to be focused right now to receive this word, because with all the things that are going on in the land with the COVID-19 status that we're currently living under, we have to remain focused on what God said in his word and receive every benefit of his word manifesting in our life. And one of those benefits that we should be having in our lives and manifesting every day is the blessing power of God. So today we're going to be talking about uh, entering into gateways of the supernatural by living under the blessing. You know, God wants you and your family, and he wants everything in your life, amen, to be centered on his word. Part of God's word is the promise of blessing for our lives. And you know what? I found something out about preaching the gospel. Whatever you preach is what's going to manifest in the lives of the people. God wants you and your family to live in the blessing. So let's get right into the word of God. We're going to show it to you today. Turn with me in your Bibles. Let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. And we're going to, uh, you know, I want you to take some good notes. I believe you're going to receive the blessing power of God in your life just from hearing the word. So take your Bibles out, take some good notes and, and follow along with us. Over there in Genesis chapter 22, we're talking about living under the blessing. And you know what? The blessing works even in hard times. And if you are not focused in the time that we're living in, amen, you're going to, amen, you probably slip up and miss out on what God is doing. This season, believe it or not, with all the darkness and with all the, the things that are happening in the land uh, through this COVID-19 status, we are due for one of the greatest breaking blessing breakthroughs that man has ever had. Amen. And so what we need to do is stay focused on the word of God and remain under the blessing. Let's look at it. Genesis chapter 22. Let's look at verse number 17. Here's what God said in his word that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand, which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gates of their enemies. Amen. And in thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Now understand something. Blessing, the anointing of God to show his goodness, his mercy, and his love toward you, was God's idea. It wasn't man's idea. Man didn't reach out to God to be blessed. God, amen, announced and commanded the blessing, amen, over his man Abraham. But look where it came from. It initiated through Abraham's obedience. I'm telling you something, saints. If you know who you are in Christ, you know, amen, the word of God. Right now, even in this dark time, you can be the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath, because of Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Let's look at look at uh, Galatians chapter three. Amen. Let's, let, let me show you. Now, this was the blessing that God commanded and put on Abraham. 
And Jesus Christ came that we might have the very same blessing that God spoke to Abraham. Jesus came for you to have it in your life. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3. Amen. Over here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Galatians chapter 3. Let's go to verse number. Let's start reading at verse number 13. Praise God. The Bible says this. Galatians 3, 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. And here's the reason why. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So you see, it's a faith issue, but I'm going to tell you something. You're entitled to have all your needs met. You're entitled to have your body healed. You're entitled to be protected through the blessing, even from this COVID-19 status and this demon spirit named coronavirus. If you operate and live under the blessing, the anointing of blessing power will be manifesting in your life no matter what the situation is and no matter what the economy is saying. Let me show you this. So go, 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 go down and let's look at it. Uh, let's go a little further. Go down to uh, verse number 27 of Galatians chapter 3. I want you to see that you have a part and amen, and, and your, your redemptive right is to live under the blessing. Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse number 27. Here's what Paul said. He said, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. And there's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And here it is. If you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. God wants you and your whole family to live under his blessing power in this season. The blessing is designed to reverse the curse. The Bible teaches us, amen, it works best in hard times and in, in periods of shortages and lack and even in times of not enough. Let me tell you something. In this time when the government is going to be shutting down, in this time when the state governments and the city governments are, amen, asking us to uh, uh, quarantine ourselves and, you know, a lot of things are happening where the economy won't be operating properly or at its optimum. You need to know this. You've got the blessing power of God in your life. And no matter what's happening around you, the blessing power of God will manifest to ensure that you receive God's best and that you be the head, not the tail, above all and not beneath in every situation that you face in life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, today, uh, God has given me a word to release to you. And that word to be released is amen that you need to get a revelation of blessing. Because the more you hear revelation knowledge, the more amen revelation is going to come to you. You're going to walk amen in the light of God. Let me show you this. Look at Mark chapter 4. Talking about you should increase every day on the word of God and seek God, not just to have something, but to know how those things happen, to know the purpose of what God is sending to you in your life. Amen and amen. Look at Mark chapter, uh, look at Mark chapter four. Let's look at that. Talking about we should be increasing in revel the revelation of the blessing every day in our life. Mark chapter four, you know, when you hear the word of God, there's an opportunity to increase just by hearing the word of God. There's an opportunity to increase in revelation knowledge. And if you get revelation knowledge, let me tell you something, in the spirit realm, revelation rules. Whatever you come to know with clarity and understanding, 
that is what is going to manifest in your life. Glory to God. Look what the Bible says in Mark chapter 4, verse number 23. It says, If any man have ear to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear, for with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. The more you hear the word of God, the more you hear the anointing, the more you hear the, the word of faith, the more faith is going to come to you. And faith is the supernatural ability of God unto you to make manifest his word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, the word of God, amen, when I release it today, it's going to be released in three places supernaturally. Number one, when you hear the word of God, I believe today it's going to come upon you. The word of God, literally, the anointing of the word of God preached is supposed to have an effect in our lives. And when you hear the word of God preached, it should come on your life, come upon you. Glory to God with power. Number two, I believe that after it comes upon you that it shall be activated. Amen. Glory to God. It's going to activate some things in your life, amen, that you never thought, amen, would happen for you. It's going to activate, first of all, since we're preaching the blessing, it's going to activate the blessing power of God in your life. And you're going to see those things that you used to struggle with, they won't be a struggle anymore. Glory to God, because you're going to be operating in, amen, in this word that you hear today, amen, with a revelation, amen. And another thing that's going to happen after it, it, it comes upon you and after it begins to be activated in your life, Amen. You're going to see that what God promised concerning the word of God preached even today is going to begin to come to pass in your life. Amen and amen. And I believe God. So we're going to look at it today. We're going to look at God's blessing power and how we came into covenant with God. And these are the things that Jesus Christ died for you to have. Amen. And don't be distracted by the unrest in the land. Don't be distracted by the current COVID-19 status and have you worried more about what the devil is doing and having you miss out on what God has promised you. If you get the word of God and receive it right in your heart today, you'll see the blessing will reverse every aspect of the curse for poverty, lack, and not enough, and even sickness and disease in your life. And the blessing will protect you if you know how to believe God for it. In the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 3, verse 26, the Bible says, God sent Jesus to bless us. In Acts chapter 3, verse 26, let me show you that. Go to Acts chapter 3. I want you to see that in the reason that Jesus came, he came to bring the blessing power of God in the earth. Amen. And so in Acts chapter 3, verse 26, the Bible says this, Under you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to do what? Bless you and turning away every one of you from, your, from his iniquities. So the initial reason why God sent Jesus, not only because he loved the world, but that he would bring his love and blessing power to his people. When Jesus first started ministering, the first thing he said was this. Look at Luke 4, 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel. The gospel is the good news. Jesus came with the anointing of the Lord on his life, the spirit of God on his life, amen, to reverse every form of the curse, spirit, soul, and body for mankind. And he went on to say, amen, he came to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised or oppressed, to preach the, the acceptable year of the Lord. 
But I want you to go back to the beginning of that verse in verse number 18. He said he came to preach the gospel to the poor. The only good news you have to tell somebody that's poor and suffering through economic hardship and downturns and, and uh, generational misfortune in their life is that you don't have to be poor anymore. I have the blessing power of, uh, and the anointing of God on my life. And Jesus was saying, I've come to release that, amen, through the preaching of my Father's word. And so today we're going to see how Jesus operated with the blessing on his life. Now, I understand the blessing makes everything better. Amen. It's a covenant right. It's a part of the reality of redemption for your life. And if you operate in covenant with God, you can believe him for the blessing power that you need to live in your everyday life. Now, understand the things that we're talking to you today about are supernatural truths. They're intended for you to take in, receive and go out and operate in them in a practical sense in your everyday life. If you learn how to believe God for your practical needs to be met, you're well on your way to living in the blessing. Amen. Because there's a, a way through this word to have everything that God promised and Jesus confirmed through his death, burial, and resurrection for your life. If you just know how to believe God. So let's look at it. Jesus operated with the blessing. Amen. And the blessing is a kingdom of God message. And that if you understand it, it'll bring what God promised for you in your life. Look at Luke chapter 5. Jesus operated in the blessing in his own life, amen, and in his ministry. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5, verse number 1, it says this, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and look what Jesus did. He taught the people out of the ship. Glory to God. What, what was Jesus? What was Jesus? I always ask myself, what was Jesus teaching them? He was teaching them about the kingdom of God. He was teaching them about the anointing that God had placed on his life, the supernatural mandate that he had on his life to come and bring the blessing of salvation unto us. And with the salvation package, praise God, he let them know that, Everything that you ever have need for in your life, the power of God can make manifest through faith. Glory to God. I know that's what he preached because after he taught them and preached that, he demonstrated it. Look at, uh, look at verse number four. And now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Let's, let's look at verse 5 a little closer. Now, Simon was a fisherman, professional fisherman from his, from, from, uh, his childhood all the way up. Amen. He knew, praise God, that, amen, when you fish with nets like you do, amen, over there uh, in, in the Middle East at the Lake of Gennesaret, uh, you can't just throw the nets over the water. The fish will see it and they'll run. He was saying, listen, we toil all night. We fish at night, Jesus. It's daytime. These fish are not going to do anything. They're not going to get in that net. We're professional fishermen, Jesus. But you know what? And he said another thing. He said, we have toiled all night. And let me tell you something. When you get the revelation of God, the toiling in your life ends and the faith power of God shows up and it does the work for you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. But look what he said. He was smart enough to say this. Nevertheless, at thy word, 
You ought to underline that. At thy word, I will let down the net. Obedience showed up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled, watch this, both of the ships so that they began to sing. Amen. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. I'm telling you that God has a fishnet breaking, boatload sinking blessing that is coming your way today in the mighty name of Jesus. If you just can believe the word of God. Amen. You got to believe the word of God today. God has supernatural provision for you in your life if you just know how to obey him and believe him and release some faith toward him. Honey, the blessing knows what to do. The blessing will go before you. It will come after you and it will rest upon you to supernaturally enable you to do everything that God has called you to do. You know, I, I, I've, I've come into my, my own personal confession for my life is this is my season of breaking limits. I receive my portion in Christ. Amen. I claim the, the blessing breakthrough for me and my family and all the people of Seed of Life. You need to be saying something every day about what God is doing in your life. You need to be announcing to the spirit realm that you know that Jesus Christ died for you. Amen. To live the blessed life. And what you say out of your mouth and believe from within your heart, that's what's going to manifest in your life. Amen. Praise God. God wants to meet your need through the blessing even in a practical sense. And so you got to have, amen, you got to keep your faith on and stay focused for the blessing power of God. Now, that's a miracle anointing. God will come in your, into your life and into your situation with his blessing power and do things you never thought could be done. Amen. I'm telling you, listen, I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know work. Glory to God. I'm telling you, I, I just want to share this, and this was long before I got married, amen, praise God. But uh, I'm telling you that God can take a person, amen, hallelujah, with a 453 credit rating and in less than a year cancel out debt, poverty, and not enough in their life and make their credit score go beyond 750. Glory to God. Don't tell me God can't do it. If you told me that, I'd look at you like you're crazy because if he done it for me, I know he can do it for you. So don't let nobody tell you that, well, it's too late for you. You can't do it. You got too many circumstances in your life. You need to start calling on God for the blessing. Glory to God. And God will show up in your life in a practical sense. Let me show you how God does these things. Amen. Let's look at it in a practical sense. Look at 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 17. Let's look at that. First Kings chapter 17. You, I'm telling you, God wants you to live the blessed life. Amen. And in, in order to live the blessed life, you're going to have to know what his word says. Amen. First Kings. Let's look at it. Hallelujah. Amen. First Kings chapter. Let's go to chapter. I believe it's chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's where it's at. First Kings chapter 17. I'm going to show you how God can come in and change your situation no matter what you're facing. And a lot of people right now, you know, some people have not been able to return to work because they got to stay home with the children. A lot of people have been furloughed and laid off. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Some of my friends at the airport have been laid off. Glory to God. 
amen, with the airline industry. Well, I want you to know, praise God, that if you get in the covenant with God and begin to believe him, God can turn that situation around. He'll still meet your need, whether you're laid off, furloughed, or anything else. Praise the name of God, because we need to have that kind of power operative in our life. Amen. Look at 1 Kings chapter 17. Let's start at verse 7. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 17 Verse seven, the Bible says, and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, talking about Elijah, the prophet. It dried up because there had been no rain in the land and the word of the Lord underline that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belonged to Zadon and dwell there. For behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Glory to God. Amen. Honey, I'm telling you, he obeyed God. And so he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I might drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Amen. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel. Amen. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been, amen, to the place, glory to God, where you know that you're on your last leg and something supernatural has to happen? You know what? What's amusing about this passage is that the preacher, amen, glory to God, inquired to a widow woman, amen, glory to God, who didn't have what a handful of meal left. Amen. And, you know, that preacher, he wanted to, to get a meal. Now, that, now, understand something. He knew that he had to sustain himself because he was the anointed one. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit of God, if you, amen, hallelujah, give in to the Holy Spirit of God and obey God and stay faithful to your local church, even in this time, the blessing power of the Lord Jesus Christ will continue to flow in your life. Amen. And amen. Look what she said. Verse number 12, and she said unto him, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son that we might eat it and die. You know what? That's a depressing outlook. But I'm telling you, you better have faith in God at this hour. No matter how dark it gets in your life, you need to know that you have a covenant with God and that covenant has the blessing in it. And if the blessing is in it, it's not over until God says it's over. Glory to God. And look what Elijah said. And Elijah said unto her, fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first and bring it unto you and after make for thee and thy son. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth it rain upon the earth. Glory to God. Now the word went forth. Amen and amen. And look at verse number 15. Once the word of God goes forth and you believe the word of the man of God or your woman of God or the word of God written and you obey it, the power of God can manifest. Now, what would have happened if this woman wouldn't have believed it? What would have happened if she didn't cooperate with the, with the, with the man of God or the woman of God or the anointing that was on their life or, the, or, or cooperate with the word of God? She wouldn't have got her desired result. Amen. But look what verse 15 said. And she went and did. Glory to God. 
Amen. A lot of people talk about they want to serve God, but you know what? It's time for us to start serving God. Amen and amen. She went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Glory to God. We're living in a very prophetic time. You know, you hear a lot about the prophetic, but I'm telling you, this word right here has always been prophetic. Glory to God. Honey, there's nothing new under the sun in it. Glory to God. Everything God has said, he's already done. If you operate in faith for the blessing. Amen. You can begin to pray and believe God, Father, in Jesus' name of what that preacher right now is saying is true. And I got a covenant with you and I'm in covenant with you. I'm a, I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I serve in my local church. Father God, I command the blessing to come upon me in my house now. Praise God. You said you mean you can command a blessing on yourself? See, you got to read your Bible. In Isaiah chapter 65, verse 16, let me show you something. I do this every single day at my house. Amen. Glory to God. I anoint everybody in the house. I don't let my, my wife, I don't let my son, I don't let my daughter leave out of that house until they've been anointed by me. You need to take, up your, your, take a stand against this stuff that's happening in the land. You need to take a stand against, amen, this curse that the devil's trying to bring against the church, this anti-church virus is what it is because it's trying to sh shut the church down. Glory to God. Amen. And you need to take a stand. And every day you need to speak the blessing over your life. Every day you ought to command a blessing over yourself. Glory to God. You don't need uh, some false prophet or some some somebody from out of town that you don't know with trickery and, and all kind of shenanigans to, to uh, bamboozle you. Amen. You can just get into the word of God. And read the word of God for yourself and believe God for what he promised. And what God promised in his word, he will perform in your life. Look at Isaiah chapter, six, chapter 65. Look at verse number 16. You can bless yourself every day. Glory to God. Stay in covenant with God. Serve in your local church. Obey the voice of your man and your woman of God. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God will flow in your life. Glory to God. Look what it says. It says, that he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the name of the God of truth. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, so right there we see that we can bless ourselves. Amen. And we can walk in the blessing. We, we're not just talking. Amen. We have the word of God. Amen. To believe. Amen. And we have, amen, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We believe the Holy Spirit to perform what God promised because God wants you to have everything you need in your life. Amen. In a practical way. Amen. And amen. You mean that God would even help me, Pastor Steli? I have tax problems. Listen, they had a woman in our church had these. She still uh, is a member of our church. She had a problem with the government paying her taxes. And I'm telling you. Honey, I, she called me. She said, Pastor, I need to talk to you. She said this at church. And I was like, okay, well, I really got to go. My wife and I and the children, we, we need to, we're having a, an appointment we're trying to keep. And, you know, we were going to go out and eat and do some other things. Why don't you uh, call me later? I get back. She said, but Pastor, I really need to talk to you. I said, I'll tell you what, here's my phone number. You call me and we're going to talk about it. Just, just text me. Tell me whatever it is and I'll be in agreement with you. Amen. You know, because she's a nice lady and she works in the ministry. And, uh. 
and she, I gave her my number, and uh, she texted me, said, Pastor, do you have time to talk? I said, yes, sister, and she texted me back, and she said, well, I'm having a problem with the IRS, and I texted her. I said, well, tell me what it is, sister. Uh, how much do you owe? And Because uh, I knew, you know, that's the only problem you can have with the IRS is the own money. And the woman texts me back a row of numbers. It had to be at least six, a six-digit number, a six-digit figure. And so I say, well, maybe she's driving and she bumped her phone. And I text her back and say, no, sister, really. Send me the amount of money that you owe the IRS so we can cancel it in the name of Jesus. She sent that same roll, six-figure number back. I'm telling you that this woman in our church owed the IRS $489,046. And they had come against her on her job to confiscate her paychecks to get from this working woman, she works at the airport, uh, $489,046. And they were going to take everything she had. And I called on the phone and said, Sister, what is this amount? She said, I've been trying to tell you, man of God, that's the amount. They're coming to get my paycheck. They're coming against me on my job. They're going to confiscate everything I have. You need to pray. And I started to back up and say, now, why don't we just back up and let the Lord lead? But these were the times when God showed me that if we release the blessing, this woman was in covenant with God. She was a tither. She's a giver. Amen. We got back together, and I put my hand in there, and I said, listen, we're going to agree according to the word of God that the blessing power of God is going to break this debt and cancel it in Jesus' name. And we stood on the word of God in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 21. I will redeem you from the hand of the wicked, amen, and release you from the grip of the terrible. Let's look at that. You need to see these, these, these blessing, uh, uh, breaking anointings, amen, that'll come on your life. If you know God and you know the word of God, you'll know how to pray these and the blessing to come forth. Amen. I mean, this woman was on the government and I'm telling you, you owe the government that much money. If you can't pay them, they put you in jail. Glory to God. Amen. And I actually say, sister, how did you end up on the government all that money? She said, in my former life, pastor, you know, I, I used to own a pharmacy and, and, you know, it had a lot of issues and stuff like that. And it was a long story. But you know what? We stood on the word of God. And in Jeremiah 15, chapter 15, verse 21, this is the scripture we stood on. The Bible said, and I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem thee out of the hand of the terrible. I say we're going to stand on that, and we're going to believe God for supernatural debt cancellation through the blessing. I'm telling you, I'm here to report that the one week later, because she had to go see the IRS that week, one week passed, and she came back to church, and she said, Pastor, I got a testimony. Letter in hand, the people at the IRS told that woman this. After she told them what the situation was, and she asked for mercy, the people at the IRS, the blessing went to work for that woman. Favor came into the room. They canceled $489,000 and 46 cents worth of debt for that woman. You know what? They even canceled the debt on her husband. Glory to God. And they went scot-free, didn't have to make a payment, and didn't owe the government one dime. Glory to God. Amen. Well, what happened? The blessing power of God was released through obedience to believe the word of God. 
and the power of the living God showed up in her life to deliver her. Amen. In her life. Amen. In a practical sense. And I wanted you to see that in a practical sense. God wants to meet your need. The Bible says in Romans chapter eight, verse 32, he who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for his all. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Glory to God. She needed her. She needed a burden moving, yoke destroying, debt canceling anointing to be released. She came to the house of God. You know, the church ought to be a place where the anointing is. The church ought to be a place where signs, wonders, and miracles take place. And the church also ought to be a place where the blessing flows. And the blessing flowed in her life. And her debt was canceled in Jesus' name. I want you to know that you can believe God for the blessing power of God in your life. Today you can have all your needs met according to his riches and glory. If you believe God, I'm admonishing you today to live supernaturally and speak life. Stay committed to your local church. Stay committed to your pastors, your man and your woman of God. Stay in covenant with God because something is coming on the earth that only the blessing will be able to sustain you in. Amen and amen. Well, if you receive that word, amen, let's have a word of prayer on it. Bow your heads. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray today for these, your people. Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I release the blessing power of God for all those who are facing needs, for all the single mothers. Amen. Glory to God for all the workers who have been laid off. Hallelujah. Father God, we release the blessing power in their favor. Amen. And the blessing knows what to do. I pray today, Lord, that you would go forth and counsel debt. I pray that you would meet every need. I pray, Father God, for the school children right now who I believe should be at home, Father God. Lord, let them have all their needs met according to your riches and glory. In Jesus' name, we claim the blessing power of God. Amen. And amen. Well, until next week, I'm Pastor Ellis Stelly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church, Houston. I want to tell you to live supernaturally and speak life because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.